I think a lot of entrepreneurs are operating out of reactivity and they're operating out of how do I get sales next month? And what do I do right now? And it's already too late because I'm already not meeting my goals. So I already feel behind and I already feel stressed about this. And instead of operating that way, you can build a strategy that gets you the results today, but also builds upon the bigger thing. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 532. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy July. We are here in July in quarter three. That's wild. When I when I say that, it's like quarter three of the year. It feel it really feels like I was just planning for the new year. But this year has been a good one. It it's been a good one, a challenging one, um, an expansive one, and just pushed me to edges that I personally had never been before. Not so much. Um, in my business, but as me as an individual. And so it's been a good year and I feel like I've been very focused on goals and growth and living and memories and all the things. So that's exciting. So happy 4th of July. If you celebrate here in the US, I am a big fan of freedom in our country. So I hope you are doing something fun today to celebrate our freedom. Um, It's weird. My kids are still in school because they go to a year-round school. So they have six weeks on, one week off throughout the entire year, which is really an awesome um, flow, I feel, for kids because they get kind of a reset every six weeks. But they stay in school till middle of July and then they get six weeks off. So they're going to school Monday and Wednesday this week if I do send them on Wednesday. Um, It's just interesting. It's like not – I'm not used to it because I went to public school as a kid and it was like you'd never be in school around the 4th of July. So – All right, you guys, we are going to talk about three things that are missing from most businesses' marketing strategies today. And I'm inspired to do this because honestly, my team is crushing it right now. And I have focused on building my team of incredible players over really the last year. Like that's been a number one priority for me. And I've shared on the podcast how I got back involved in our hiring process. And I mean, we treat our hiring as if it's a marketing campaign. Like we have candidates, we put them through the pipeline. We have an ideal avatar for who we're trying to hire. Um, and, And we really have done such an amazing job at finding good candidates. And it's not easy. And it's actually resulted in in some occasions, myself and my leadership team closest to me who shouldn't normally be in client delivery, being in client delivery, which we're okay with if it means we need to put somebody through our training process, through our hiring process. But with that said, I get on my team huddle and I'm just in awe at the results, the satisfaction, like the the momentum that we're bringing clients, the feedback, the positive feedback that I get from both Essential and Elite. And I was reflecting on what are we bringing that so many businesses are missing that is making such a huge impact for them on both levels. Like I said, essential and elite, which is essentials are done with you, which combines some done for you components and coaching. And then elite is our full done for you where we do everything for you. And so these are the three things that I think are 
really not often thought about, but make a huge impact in your marketing strategy and that most businesses are missing these things. So let's talk about them. The first is a marketing strategy that includes a long-term and a short-term vision and strategy. Let me explain what I mean by that. So in all of our marketing strategies, we focus initially, of course, on the short term. So what is our brand awareness and visibility strategy? What's our lead gen? How are we getting consistent leads? Are we doing a live launch in the next 60 to 90 days? This is highly custom based on the client's list size, based on their goals, based on do they need to create cash right now? Like, do they have something existing running? All of these things are going to play a part in us deciding what that strategy is. But we're looking at that short-term vision and strategy. And then we're zooming out and we're also looking at the long-term. And I think a lot of people miss the long-term. And long-term can be six months from now. It could be 12 months from now. It can maybe be more than 12 months from now. But to be honest with you, so much changes so quickly that I feel like planning in detail beyond 12 months. And maybe I'll change my mind on this someday. But For me, even, you know, planning in detail past 12 months is really pointless because too much changes. And so I I have a big picture vision of the direction that I'm taking the company and goals and things like that. But I do not plan in detail beyond really like in detail six months, but 12 months is like max. So looking at your marketing strategy and being able to project ahead like, okay, am I doing Am I going to do a promotion? Am I going to do a live launch? Am I going to do something to ignite my warm audience to create momentum and create cash in my business and create kind of an experience that brings excitement? Am I going to do that in three months from now? Okay, I need to start preparing for that now in my business and I need to start growing my leads and growing my audience and having a strategy that leads up to that and content that leads up to that. And so what is that long-term bigger vision where we're trying to kind of create a snowball that all builds on top of each other and starts getting momentum? And then what's that shorter term strategy where we need to generate leads and sales now for every business, like we need to see results and, and what does that look like? And so combining those two is where the power really comes in in your marketing because once you have a strategy where you're able to combine what you're doing today, but have what you're doing today also feed into your business in the next three to six months. If you then stay consistent, you will get incredible results. And and the businesses that see the best success, I see this happen all the time. They come in to work with us. They get a custom marketing strategy created. We address their messaging. We address their funnel strategy. We address their content. We address every angle. No matter what package you come in, we're doing this. And they get this created and then they they start implementing and they start growing their audience and they start generating leads and some start getting the sales from those leads. Some it might take longer because we have to do more pivots and adjustments and shifts and changes to the messaging. But every time within that three to six month period, they are massively growing and seeing results because no matter what, they stayed consistent in a way that they probably hadn't in the past and they leveraged a long-term and a short-term vision and strategy for their business. So that's the first thing that's likely missing. Like I think a lot of entrepreneurs are operating out of reactivity and they're operating out of how do I get sales next month? 
and what do I do right now? And it's already too late because I'm already not meeting my goals. So I already feel behind and I already feel stressed about this. And instead of operating that way, you can build a strategy that gets you the results today, but also builds upon the bigger thing. The second thing missing from most marketing strategies is a process or expectation where you are constantly refining and improving messaging. And I'd almost rate this as number one because your messaging, which is, let me define messaging again. I'm going to say it so many times. I'm going to talk about messaging to you guys because it is so important. Your messaging is the way that you connect to your ideal customers and your audience through their frustrations, their pain, their desires, in your copy, in your content, which means it's your ad copy, it's your landing page copy, it's your emails, it's the topic of your webinar, it is your sales page copy, it's every place that you are trying to connect to your audience and get them to take an action, whether that's a small action of watch this video or listen to this podcast, all the way to a bigger action of sign up for this webinar, buy this product, or fill out this application. Your messaging is infused in everything you do in your marketing and you're never going to have it nailed and done. It's always going to be evolving and improving and being refined and adjusted. Why? Because number one, you're going to continue to get better at connecting with your audience and you're going to learn what works and what doesn't work and you're going to constantly need to refine that. But also number two, your audience is not robotic. Like they change. I've talked about this on the podcast in the last few weeks, but even with the seasons of the year, does what our audience want to hear change? And is opportunity arises for more content around a certain topic or more focus around a certain problem or desire based on just the seasons that we go through as a society, not to mention things maybe happening in the world or holidays, or different um, society shifts, or economic shifts, like all of those things are going to cause your audience's experience to shift, which means your messaging needs to shift. And so what I see a lot is people choose a webinar topic, or an angle, or just like their overall brand messaging, and they never go back and refine it. And they never go back and ask themselves, how do I go deeper? How do I get to the next level here? How do I connect deeper on my audience's problems, frustrations, desires? How do I take what I've maybe just learned and the intel I've gotten from being in my business the last three months and connecting with my audience and leads, and how do I go bring that into my marketing? For example, let me share with you a a client of ours where in the beginning of her business, she had a defined ideal customer and she had an offer, and she sold through sales calls. This is Mallory. I actually interviewed her. I'm going to use her as an example, and I think she'll listen to this and like it, and I think this is a cool example. So starting her business, she had a definition of her messaging. She did it right. She had the foundation. She knew who her ideal customer was. She knew who her offer was for what it was, how to position it, how to connect to those problems, those frustrations, those desires, right? And she sold this offer through sales calls. So she did many sales calls. I don't know the number, but I promise you it's over 50 because she was so burned out from them. But she did 50 sales calls with her ideal customer to sell this offer and she sold it. 
Imagine if she never took any of the intel from those 50 sales calls and brought it into her marketing after that. Do you know how much better she got at selling her offer, at connecting to her ideal customer and understanding and just like the overall absorption of their pain, frustration, and desires a hundred, a thousand times because she had all of those conversations. And so the point is not to go have 50 sales calls. The point is that whatever you're doing, you are learning and you are creating a deeper connection with your ideal customer that you can then take into your marketing and refine. So that could be, oh, I've done, you know, 30 more podcast episodes and gotten feedback on them. I've maybe done five more live webinars than the last time I looked at my webinar funnel. I have, you know, showed up on social media. I've talked to people in the DMs on my Instagram. I've had sales calls. Now take all of that intel and the takeaway and the experience that you've absorbed through that and ask yourself, how do I go a layer deeper in my marketing? How do I dig deeper in my copy, in my content, in the way I talk about my offer, in the way I connect to the pain and the frustration and the desires? And so I said in the beginning, the mistake is not having a process to do this. And this is huge in business. Anything in your business, marketing or not, that you leave and you never look at for a long time, I promise you it needs to be updated. And so your job as a CEO is to figure out what it, what that is, what the most important thing is. But one of those things is your marketing. And so your messaging, I mean. And so where that comes up is maybe you send out a regular email to your list and you haven't gone back and looked at ways you could improve that, ways that you could focus and dig deeper on your ideal customer's biggest pain, frustration, and improve that experience. Maybe you have a webinar funnel that you've run for the last six months, but you haven't had the opportunity to improve it. Maybe you should change the title. Maybe you can dig deeper on that landing page and talk deeper about those problems and what you're going to cover in the webinar. Maybe you have an email sequence. Maybe you have an automated email sequence. Maybe you have landing pages that people regularly go to. Maybe it's your website. There's This is everywhere. And so you have to figure out where is the most impactful place and how do I take it a level deeper? This is where our core value as a company of strive to be better than yesterday oftentimes comes in is because you can have something that is working. I mean, Mallory, the example I just gave, um, she had an offer that was selling. And so she could have chosen, I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to update anything. I'm not going to make any adjustments, but she's continually making adjustments with our team. Because every launch, everything she does, she's getting that feedback, taking it back, and we're making improvements. And, and that's where you need to be in your marketing. And then the final thing missing from most strategies has, has to do with what I just talked about, but I put it as a separate one because it's so important. But it usually comes after you create the process for constant refinement. And then you can do this, which is having frequent updates to your wrapping paper. Frequently updating the wrapping paper on your funnel and your offer. And so what do I mean by that? Now more than ever, people get tired of hearing the same thing. And you have to work really hard to continually spark interest in what you want people to do. So that could be listen to a podcast, consume your content, sign up for a webinar, sign up for a lead magnet, buy your offer. Those are many options, right? But and it can be any of those actions you want people to take. Oftentimes, you don't have to change the actual deliverable. So the actual webinar or the actual offer itself, 
but you need fresh wrapping paper to get your people to take the action. So the way that this could show up is changing your webinar title. Maybe it is creating a new webinar every quarter, every six months. It could be adding a bonus into your offer. You'll see me do this all the time. I think that our team is like pro at this because I know how important it is. And so you will see me constantly with fresh stuff. I always have a fresh live launch happening, a podcast series, a different bonus for our offer because I'm selling the same offers. And so I can't make it sound exciting to my audience without changing the wrapping paper, which is going to attract somebody right when it should based on what I'm doing to change it. And so changing the wrapping paper is oftentimes keeping the same backend deliverable. So the same webinar or the same lead magnet or the same offer, but changing the way you're talking about it, changing the title, adding something new to it, something to make it exciting which will then create that excitement and make it feel new and will get people to take action. Now, you're not tricking people. You're not saying like, this is new and it's not new. You're just putting a different angle. Or if you're using the bonus idea for your offer, then you are putting something new to something you already have and you're creating momentum around that. And so looking at how can you change your wrapping paper to what's already working about once a quarter. And I think that, for CEOs, this is one of the most important things that you can do if you are like for me, I'm the face of my brand. I'm, you know, I spearhead still what topics I'm going to do on webinars, content creation, obviously all my podcast titles. Like I'm not a CEO who actually outsources as of now someone to tell me what podcast topics to record. I just don't want to do that. It doesn't feel in alignment. I like the connection to my audience of creating content, trainings, and experiences that I know they need. Now, I leverage my messaging team 100% for all of that copy. And we do, we follow the same process we do with clients where if needed, we'll do a messaging call. We'll, we'll dive into angles for that specific live launch. But I think for a CEO, if you can position your time to where your business is able to run and you have a marketing team and support and you get to be the visionary of that, of the of the topics, of the connection to your audience's pain, frustration, desires, and how you can bring that into experiences and how you can bring that into a new bonus, or maybe it's just your, your content, your regular content. But that is where I see businesses thrive is when the visionary is able to be in that place and put their time into that creativity, and then they have support executing it. So for me, the way this looks like is I'm constantly connected to our audience. I'm connected to our clients through my team. You guys don't understand how connected I am. I'm actually in all of our clients. Every client has a Slack channel. I'm in all of them. So I see all the back end and I have a crazy memory. So even though we have over 55 clients, like I know everything that's going on. It's not necessarily a good thing, but regardless, I'm in touch with this strategy is working. This strategy is not working. We need to pivot this. Let me throw this idea in there, right? I'm in touch to, to my audience through social media. I'm in touch to you guys through the trainings I do, through the groups that I host. And I take all of that and it inspires the content I create the trainings I create, the experiences I create. And I take that and then I bring it to my team and they fully execute it just like we do with clients. They write the copy, they write the emails, they write the landing pages, they execute the promotion, they execute the ads, and I just show up for the audience. But I'm the visionary 
behind the connection to what needs to be created. And for a lot of our clients, this comes through a collaborative effort. And so what I see a lot with clients is that they'll have an idea and we just shift the way it's positioned so that it's positioned really well around emotions and benefits and results versus features, which is a which is something that um, a lot of entrepreneurs sometimes struggle with is they'll talk about the what, but not the the deeper level. So the third thing is the frequency of fresh wrapping paper. And I would say at least once a quarter, but let me tell you this, if you are struggling right now to get sales in your business, whatever your offer is, all the way down from a physical product that's $20 to a high ticket service, and you have at least a small audience and you create some sort of bonus or incentive or promotion for somebody to buy right now, you'll get sales. You'll pick up sales in your business. That's number one, why a warm audience is so key. But number two, because it's fresh sounding and because now your audience who's seen your offer or they've even if in, even if it's a free offer like a webinar, they've seen it. Now it's more exciting. There's something new to it something fresh that sparks that interest. So if you're in a rut, that's something very quick that you can do if you have a warm audience. All right, everybody. Well, have an amazing holiday if you listen to this on the day and you're in the U.S. I know it's not a holiday for others, but I think, yeah, Canada Day is the day before. So um, I, I have some team members in Canada who switched their days and took Monday off instead of Tuesday. So I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.